0: Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day four with Reverend Ray Bench and my pastor, Pastor Mark Pearl. And today we're gonna talk about faith for salvation for our family. Let's pray. Father, we come hungry today. Teach us through your precious word. And I thank you for Pastor Mark, Reverend Ray, and taking time out to spend with us and bless them and their ministries and their families, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen i want to start out and read Acts 16, 31 and 32 from the Amplified Bible. The jailer converted, very commonly a well-known story in the Bible. Verse 31 says, and they answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior and entrust yourself to him, and you will be saved, you and your household, if they also believe. 32, and they spoke the word of the Lord concerning eternal salvation through faith in Christ to him and to all who are in his house. Pastor, I'm going to start out with you. Go ahead and take off. Yeah, well, I like that verse. I
1: love that verse because I think what it tells us and what Paul was saying to the Philippian jailer there was, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and your household believes on the word that's going to be preached to them, uh, they'll be saved. It could be, I, I think what what he says to me is like if we're saved and we're born again, we can we can trust God and ask God to deal with our family members and believe that He's working. Right. There's a couple of things that need to happen in this process. Number one, you need to plant seed mm-hmm. the seed of the word of salvation in your family members. I heard a a man and his wife they pastor a church and I heard the lady say one time that she, you know she. Uh, she, her mom wasn't saved, and she had n- never really shared the gospel with her because her mom wasn't very open, right? I mean, it wasn't like her mom had never heard about it, but one day she decided, I've got to do something. So she told her mom, she says, mom, if you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to die and go to hell. And her mom said, are you telling me if I don't believe on Jesus, I'm going to go to hell? She said, well, mom, that's what the Bible says you're not telling me that I have to believe on Jesus or I'll die and go to hell. Well, Mom, not really. It's not me that's saying that. The Bible says says that. She said, again, she said, you're really telling me that if I don't believe on Jesus, I'm going to go to hell? And she thought, well, this isn't going well. <laughs> so she says, yes, Mom, that's what the Bible says. Then her mom said, why haven't you told me before? <laughs> So they have to know the good news. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How shall they believe on him and who they've not heard? That's it. But then the next thing is you need to pray for them. Mm -hmm. Paul said the reason why people aren't saved is the God of this world blinds their minds Mm -hmm. to keep them from coming to the glorious light of the gospel. Once the blinders come off their minds, anybody in Mm -hmm. their right mind is going to choose Jesus over hell. Sure, and so I think you know a couple of things. You know, you need to plant the seed, and you need to pray for them, and you need to have faith that God is working in their lives to bring them to salvation. Faith real important. You need to trust God because God moves in an atmosphere of faith. You find where Jesus did healings, he would say. He didn't talk about his power healed them. Although we mm-hmm. know it was his power that did it, yeah. but he didn't emphasize the power. He said, "Your faith has made you whole." Mm-hmm. And so, it, I think the same thing's true with salvation. We just trust God that he's gonna he's he's gonna keep working on them, keep bringing people by their path. I'll pray for laborers mm-hmm. for God to send laborers by their paths. You know, because right. you know they may not. You may not be the one that leads them, but you can certainly be in the process. I think I heard that from a guy by the name of Reverend Ray. I was going (laughs) to say Reverend Ratham. I'll give him (laughs) credit this time.
0: But your testimony, I think about uh, Uh your father really relates to that.
2: Yeah. You know, I just did that teaching here. I call it standing between the living and the dead. It's a whole long, drawn out teaching. But my dad wouldn't listen to me for years. Years and years and years. Broke my heart. But... After he had a heart attack, there was a elder in our church that went and visited him. I never asked him to, I never even contacted him. He heard through the church that this had happened to my father and um, Bill Lippard was his name. And Bill walked into my father's hospital room and got him born again. Wow, for, thank God for him. God. You know, I, I'll always tell this testimony because I'm so grateful for Bill, but Bill was an alcoholic when I met him. He had five boys. They were rednecks. Um, You know, no offense to rednecks. They just, they were, right? Mm -hmm. Him and and his wife, Meg, they weren't, he didn't have a Greek-Hebrew background. He didn't anything. He just found Jesus Christ, and he wanted everybody to. Yeah. And him and his wife, Meg, would go up to the bar, and they'd drink, and the five boys, you know, as they grew, they'd get into what we call mischief. But, I mean, they... Literally, they'd fight. They'd shoot each other with BB guns, shotguns. The the one tried to run his brother over, and uh, his brother went out by the wood pile, and uh, he stepped out with a piece of firewood. You know that hadn't been split yet. He threw it at the car, went through the front windshield and knocked his brother out. His brother the car went out into the woods (laughs) and crashed. You know. So why do you tell all that story? It was one of the most dysfunctional families I've ever met in my life, yeah. right? But God, you talk about praying for somebody else across their path. Dad wouldn't listen to me, but Bill walked in there that day, and, and he didn't care about his background or what he had meant or how simple, if we might say it that way, his family had been. He walked in there like a prophet of the Lord, and he got Hallelujah. more done in 10 minutes than I had gotten done in 10 years. Yeah. And I'll always be so grateful for that phone call. Absolutely. You know, my mom got saved on her her final days with COVID. I was, um, I testified about that. Do you know, if you understand how final eternity is, how continual hell will be, the only chance any of us have, our families have, to, to stay out of an eternal hell is to listen to people like you that know Jesus Christ and to pray for them. That's Amen. their only chance. Amen. So don't give up on anybody. Tell everybody the people who love you, the people who hate you. You know, I'm a father, so I have a little bit more influence over my children. I have a Bible command to raise them in the things of God. Mm -hmm. But over your parents, you don't have that kind of authority unless they'll listen to you, you know, or your siblings. So all you can do is go to them and don't be discouraged if it doesn't happen right away. You just keep going. Amen. Yeah. And then you ask, just like you said, Pastor, you pray for labors. God, send other people in their path. If yeah. they won't listen to me, somebody has got to get through to them. Amen. That's and God's right. faithful to do that.
0: Amen.
1: Yes. Amen.
0: You know, and I think, I don't know that I can produce any scripture for this, but I I think that there's some special rewards in heaven for You know, those that really try to reach people for Jesus. I I think, you know, the greatest commandment is to love God, right? That's indisputable, but to love people. And I I think the greatest love we can show for people is to try to share Jesus with them. Mm -hmm. And um, I just think there's something wrong with people's faith walk. I believe God quits talking to them about it after a while. They may have a great relationship with God in all areas, but God knows they won't listen to him to go witness, and he eventually just quits asking them. And they think they have this close relationship in their prayer closet, but I don't believe that exists without a hunger for people going to heaven. Amen. And you know, you brought up the other day, brother Ray, twenty-three minutes in hell. And I would encourage everyone out there to listen. If you've done, if you've seen it, watch it again. Yep. By Bill Weese. If I pronounce it Bill's name right, W-E-W-I-E-S-E. Twenty-three minutes in hell, and um, it's a powerful testimony. And that in itself should motivate us to, to not want anybody. We should want our, our neighbors that we don't even like to go there. Right. Because right. there's no turning back. There's not a, I, 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 hey, I made the wrong selection because they're there for eternity. And so I, I think that, you know, obviously our family, uh, and I think, Ray, your, your heart to reach people for Jesus God found a way to get somebody yes. to get to your dad. amen And uh, you know, when we serve God, he takes care of a lot of these things we think we're going to figure out. Yes I got to figure this God, God I got this one yeah, and I, and yeah. I go, don't worry about this one I got it right <laughs> And he's thinking, okay <laughs> yeah, but it's not, you know? but you know that he's, his mercies are new every day and that's one area where we get frustrated we're trying to reach somebody for the Lord you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall and yeah. God's got to figure it out. Amen. As He loves us, and so, Pastor, if you would pray, maybe for salvation for the family members out there. Yes, Father, we thank you. You love us. You love everybody
1: on this planet. You, you, you care intimately about our family members coming to you more than we do. Yes. And so, I, I pray that all everybody that's listening to this podcast or will listen to this podcast that you would sin labors by their family members. Jesus, He, he said, pray the Lord of the harvest, that he would send laborers into the harvest. And so maybe they don't listen to us, but there's somebody they will listen to. We can plant a seed, get them to thinking about Jesus, and maybe somebody else will come along and reap that. We thank you for the marvelous working of God in our family members' lives. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, guys. And folks, you can contact Reverend Ray at raybench.com or Pastor Mark at myoasischurch.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And I'm not just saying that to be saying that. Please go talk to someone. Think about it today. When you're out and about in your life, go talk to somebody about Jesus. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.